0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about you, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys!
0: This, this is, it is it the Players is. Lounge, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCrae, Heckma Harrison, and Nui Scruggs.
2: It's the first of the month, and it's the hey, Players' Lounge, hey. sponsored by Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the mm-hmm, Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You're now rocking with the best. I'm Heckman Harrison, and I got the players in the studio yes, today. Sir. My man D-Mac and Barry Church yes, is sir. in here. Uh-huh. You know, and people been getting on me, man. I haven't been doing my wellness checks, man. I ain't been checking on y'all, yeah, that's man. Practice, so man. you know, I'm just been,
3: excited about the game. That's, that's coming up. Is that's that what it was? He been that's, excited. That's, for been weeks. I'm i about say now. sitting on G. Wait, no,
2: oh! I was trying to go. <laughs> I was trying to get to this last week, but then somebody was like, oh, you got to handle what you got in front of you. You got to handle what You got to don't jump weeks. <laughs> so, 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 so I handled the I handled the <laughs> rounds. I handled the <laughs> rounds, and that's Philly like, week. Yeah. And, and, and so let me let me check in on y'all, man. How y'all doing,
1: D Mac? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. The weather is you know iffy a little bit, so mm. I know that the cold season is coming. You know, little mm. sniffles and all that. Mm. So I'm just fighting against it, but right now. I'm undefeated, all right? Yeah, so, I'm yeah, I, feeling I'm feeling real good in the place. Good.
3: That's good, man. BC? Yeah, I'm doing good. Same with over here, you know, fighting the sniffles away. You know, kids going to bring that, going to school and all that good stuff. But we all good, man. Golf season is, is still here. It's not too cold. <laughs> <So> we, <laughs> good. <laughs> we good. We good. Are you, Are you going up? Is,
1: is that a partner shirt? Who you talking about right here? Yeah, yeah. Is that a partner shirt? Uh, it
3: was a gift. Somebody oh! Yeah, gave, gave me a uh, couple of years back. you <laughs> Man, he got, some
2: mean, he got some mean friends. What? Boy. I have mean you. friends. They, they look out for your boy, man. They look out yeah, for That's man. why I have to look at the shoes. I'm like, is it Medusa on the shoe? shoes? <laughs> you did if, he do, them did ain't the, regular
1: Vans. Did, hey, regular <laughs> Vans. They're not regular, regular Vans. vans. Yeah, where did those vans. come from? Regular Vans.
2: Well, I would <laughs> tell y'all this. Man, I'm I'm good, but this is November 1st, so I'm always reminded the day after... I started this tradition last year, but day after Halloween, I go up in the attic and bring the Christmas stuff down. Mm. I do it now. I do it now. I do it now. And the reason why you do this, fellas, is because you don't want to be looking at the Christmas trees on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. If you get to it early, by the time <laughs> Martin Luther King Day hit, like, maybe not, exactly gotta enough. get that out. <laughs> you it's time it out. to go. I'm, to go. Tell, I'm giving you game. That was that was free game. Okay. So dog, y'all, y'all y'all gotta run, get your Christmas stuff out now, man. They'll get it, they get that stuff down before you So was it was out already? Did you get it last night or you getting
1: it out to work? I'm getting it out the work. Okay, all right. Lights and everything on Lights and everything. Oh, okay. Do the whole thing. Okay. I'm telling you. Do you, you put the lights up around the house and all that? Oh, absolutely. I put it on the trees. I put it on trees I don't but put, you, put it on that okay, no, okay you know, I'm about to say because I want to see I'm going to come see Big Heck on the ladder. up there <laughs> so you the, ain't going to <laughs> let me tell you something look down. Like, hey, hey
2: <laughs> I, got a, I got a 16 year old in my house that, that would be him up on that, that he about know, tall enough to just yeah, reach the top yeah, the... <laughs> exactly so that won't be me so you ain't messing with it. no him. I ain't mean, I will pay somebody I'm buried. I'm you. I, hey do you hang lights at your house
1: Mr. Church hey you no, know nah I don't do that this man just said he threw a little fertilizer on the grass a little bit he just and walked out but you know
2: he was lying <laughs> cause he did his hair <laughs> like that
3: you, like, all, you gotta do it like this you know with the bag but I, it's growing it's growing. Dude, up.
2: they got a whole thing machine. You can put the fertilizer, okay, anything okay. and need to find it. it, it in I,
1: I ain't machine, got that. money for all that. I ain't got money for all that. That's the only ball. thing you get it low. I ain't got money for all that. It's like two hey. dollars. He saw hey. somebody hey. do it on, yeah. on, on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Justin <laughs> Herbert, in a commercial. With with dollars thirty four thousand in his account. Yeah, right. Hey, listen, before we get started, bro, I just had a thought. I just want to get this off my chest, okay? Because sometimes fans be driving me crazy. Okay, I don't even play anymore, so I am a fan. All right, but I do understand that. Fans be so mad at like when teams be like tanking or teams losing or they firing their coaches. This is to like what happened with um with with LA last night. They fired the head coach and the offensive coordinator. And they think they more upset than Devontae Adams. Like Vegas, fans, Vegas. You're talking about Vegas. No, fans. Yeah, the fans. It's Vegas, the, you said LA. I'm sorry. Fans be thinking that they are more involved and more upset when stuff like that be happening. I'm like, so you mad that they losing? This man got probably eight years of a career, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. And three or four of them now are going to be wasted because they with don't know where season. they going with the direction of the team. And the fans be out there like they they more upset than the player. I'll like, come on, dog. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. See it another way. I know you mad. But this man right here, this the end of his career. They trying to he trying to figure out how to get out of there so he can he be on the ring. team that has a chance of winning. He won the ring. And now, now you looking at you got an interim head coach. Yeah. Okay, you mm-hmm. don't have the opportunity to to have a big time quarterback. You doubt, mm-hmm. It ain't happening, and you know, so he upset. And shout out to them because they should have kept Rich Basajes. Yeah, they but, and so,
2: Antonio bad. Pierce is now the interim head coach for the mm-hmm. Las Vegas Raiders. And uh, what did y'all think about the deadline, the trade deadline? We were here on the air, obviously mm-hmm. through the countdown. We didn't get to it. Um, Chase Young goes to the San Francisco 49s. That's To me, that was a, that was big, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for that. But what did y'all think about the Dallas Cowboys? and Jerry Jones holding true to his word. He
3: stayed pat. He ain't moved. You know, he, he believes that he got the squad that can go out <laughs> there and, and get the job done. You know, that's what that man believes. And who am I to say else? But what I will say is that the teams around them, that they're going to have to play eventually if they get to the playoffs, is they all got better. We look at Seattle. They got another run stopper in Leonard Williams to help along right. that defensive line. You talked about it. Chase Young to the 49ers. So you now you're talking about Bosa Young. Gregory Armstead. I mean, that defensive line is looking fierce. It's looking real fierce. And We already seen what happened when we went up to San Francisco. We all understand what happened up there. And then you look at Philadelphia, what they were able to do yeah. um, in a trade, getting that Kevin Byard over there, who's only going to get better and make that secondary better. So you look at it, man. You know, Jerry believes it. You know, he got the squad, but everybody around him's gotten better. So well, only time we'll tell. We'll see what happens. I'm not going to lead the witness in my question. I, Go I, ahead.
1: Listen I, 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 listen, I believe. Okay, like yeah. now you wait, believe. Wait, wait. Like, what? I believe that. We, based on what happened with the trade deadline and it's not making any moves, I don't think that we were then able to say, hey, we're going to take on whatever salary people had left Mm -hmm. or give up however many picks. Right, we made our trades during the offseason. We got players how we felt when we came into the season when we said, "Okay, we got Stefan Gilmore." Mm-hmm. Right? All right. Mm-hmm. We went and got Brandon Cooks. we looked at Tony Pollard, right? Last year mm-hmm. when Zeke was here, we were like, "Hey, you know what? Let's let's see what Tony Pollard got when he when he can get all the snaps." All right. Based off how we came into the season, mm-hmm. I still feel comfortable with what we have. Could what well, do I wish we would have gotten better on the defensive line spot? That that one spot where we like, hey man, we need a difference maker right. in there, and the interior defensive lineman. Uh, absolutely, but I don't think that is going to be the reason for us to not win as many games that we ho- hope to win or get as far in the playoffs as we as as we hope to get. I don't think that's the difference. So I'm okay. Jerry believes it. <sighs> I believe it. That means Mike McCarthy believe it. That also means Dan Quinn's believing. You know, I believe everything Dan Quinn say. All right, he say okay. he all right. <laughs> okay. He all right. Yeah, okay. Dan Quinn is all right. I, you know, Do you I, I believe.
2: This this is a feeling that I get. And and afterwards, when hmm. we didn't make a trade, I had I was kind of split down the middle on it because I was like, okay, obviously they see something that we don't hmm. see. Hmm. Obviously they believe something about this team that we don't believe. I would have started at wide receiver. I would have looked there. I've been talking about the... Yeah, I yeah, wide receiver. I would have looked there for help. I would have looked running back, for sure. I mean, there were some names out there we can't mention, but I thought there was a name out there that definitely would have made you better if you made that trade. They didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Defensively, I mean, it, again... With Will McClay, with Stephen Jones, the, what they do with the, this uh, scouting department, drafting all these years, they believe in these guys, and again, they see, saw something that we don't. We don't see everybody else, Cowboy Nation. Everybody wants them to make a move, and they didn't. make I need one. you to explain the, this
1: wide receiver. So, so what what are we missing at the wide receiver spot?
2: I just hadn't seen the full-on – we've gotten it from the last couple of games. Yeah, but I mean, that's the offense offense
1: as a whole, though, now. Like, I think we've seen a shift Mm -hmm. in what the offense can be or or will be now, now that you realize, hey, I did go get Brandon because maybe we should throw the ball a little bit more or we should stretch the field a little bit more. But now, based off the last two games, because that's where we've been, you know, for the uh, first couple shows of like, hey, based off – How we look now, the transition and then coming out of the uh bye week, how this offense look now looks now, is this the offense that we need to then get us to where we wanna be? I'm saying if it plays like that receiver for me is not a position that I would go trade for, based off of those last two games, not the ones prior to that. And
2: so, Danny, this is the biggest game I think that you're really going to be able to see the, the, the largest impact of Brandon Cooks because I don't believe that Philly is going to they may stay man-to-man with CD like they did in years past, but I think Dak is showing that they're going to use him the same way that they're using A.J. Brown. They are force-feeding A.J. Brown the ball, and we've seen that over the last couple of games with CD Lamb. Oh, so, yeah. I was looking more or less at that third wide receiver position. Oh, I'm, got him. I, I'm just – I'm just, I'm saying third wide receiver position where we're not getting – because you know you're going to come to those games where they scheme up for your number one and number two guy, and they're going to put you in a situation. Now, I don't know if that could be Fergie. That we, Time consistency improved with him too, right? But we need another playmaker, and I just haven't seen it. I haven't gotten it from Tobert. and I thought maybe if there was an opportunity. But, again – you see something I don't see. So Gallup, I, like, no, 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 no. They believe in Gallup. So if they, if the belief system is there in Gallup and they believe in Toba, then I'm going with that
1: because this is a, t- this is it. Okay. I, 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 uh, so that's a, so So uh, I, th- I think I was just trying to see where where you at. So you you do believe in Brandon Cooks now. Or no, I see the vision. Okay, and then of course C.D. Lamb. But then when you get to Michael Gallup, that's what my that, question is where you're like, okay, I think we could have gotten better at that. At Absolutely. That spot. Okay. That's what,
3: offensively, that's what they need to incorporate. You know, some of those other pieces to. Kind of maybe you don't need your three receivers to go out there and ball out. Maybe it can be just a CD Lamb, uh, Cooks, and then you in- incorporate uh, Pollard into the passing game a little bit more, oh, or, or, or Turpin, or you know what Fergie. Maybe they all kind of get together and kind of make up the the lost production from that wide receiver number three. Because I, I just don't see Rick getting it out of, of Gallup so far this season. I mean we, we just had no separation. Uh, he had that one game I forget a couple weeks ago that where he looked like maybe maybe he can he can get back to where he once was, but I just haven't seen it through. Throughout this season, as far as consistency wise, to say that he can be that
1: third wide receiver, that third well, option. That's well, he's he's a field stretcher, but then yeah, there's but a I better can, field field yeah, stretcher yeah, yeah. on just, the roster. So man. when you say, okay, who's the deep threat? I'm going with Brandon Cooks before I'm going with a Michael Gallup. So I, I, I do feel you there. I just don't know about the, the making the trade part for it. But you know, like I said, defensive line yeah. linebacker, I'm okay. I just
3: see. I don't see. That's the part that scares me though. Defensively, when we look at it. That, that second level, that I know, Van Der Esch is coming. Well, we don't know for sure, but hopefully he'll be back soon. But through these next stretch of games, I know Bell has been playing great. I know he's been playing great these past two games. But like I said before, these are finesse teams that they were going against the Chargers and the Rams are finesse teams. When you get into the meat and potatoes of this schedule coming up, you're going against a, a Philly team that likes to pound the ball. Seattle, they they like to pound the ball as well. So in Detroit, I mean that's further down the line, but I'm just I'm, I just. That second level, man, it got got me a little bit nervous.
2: But let's get into that. Let's get into that because, you know, we we talked about a little bit last night and this morning in the text chain. This Philadelphia offense is like that. This Philadelphia offensive line is like that. And when we talked about Marquise Bell, specifically, um, B.C., you were talking about, okay, well, he's played good in these schemes that didn't challenge him with, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, maybe not trying to put words in your mouth, but not the same scheme as you saw with the 49ers, where they were bringing that counter, they were bringing that wham block back across and all the different motions that they were doing. Basically
3: physical versus finesse style offense. All right, well, I
2: look at Philly. This is physical. This is this is a physical brand of football. They coming downhill. This offensive line is is serious. Center to t- tackle to tackle. Yep. They they got something for you. Now, Marquise Bell in this these linebacker core, they really gonna be tested. And when you guys look That's at Philadelphia same. on screen, what do you guys see? Uh and point out how the Dallas Cowboy defense can get those stops. <laughs>
3: Man, it's gonna it's gonna take me back to to something we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and where we were thinking, man, maybe we should do this, maybe we should, and that's the stunts that uh, Dan mm. Quinn has been running out there. To me, I think this is a big time game where those stunts may have to come alive once again. You know, I, I just don't feel like we have the size up front. To just go man on man, bone on bone, like Marinelli would say, and just say, "Hey, defeat your blocker, and let's make this happen." I just think it'll be a stalemate, and if that happens, the runner's gonna find you know three, four yards in the in the game when if it, when it's a stalemate. So I think you got to get penetration on this on this offense and the best way to do that from what we've seen in the the past is stunts. Had these guys pinching down, hitting the correct gap and staying within their gap. You know, where you get in trouble like we always talked about, we talked about a couple days ago, is when you play hero ball, when you're you know hitting that gap, oh, the ball's not here, it's over there, let me go track it down and get it on that side. If they can just be disciplined, and I think bring them stunts back to this defense as far as getting early penetration, you'll be able to knock off some of those pulling guards and whatnot. I think they'll have success, but overall, man, it's going to be a tough
1: matchup. The the stunts, Ah, like they they can be so helpful, yeah. But then they can hurt you so they, much, yeah, right? And and like we like we saw in the, in the uh, San Francisco game, you, for, for those who don't know, okay, when you stun and you're starting outside, then you may be stunned down into the inside gap. Okay, what happens when you play teams like San Francisco, possibly Philly, when they do a lot of pulling guards and the wham blocks? Now that a gap that you were stunned into has moved to the opposite side of the center, mm-hmm. and if you don't have a vet there or somebody who's who has that feel and instinct for the game to yeah. where they can see it. Now, all of a sudden, you are out of your gap. And you don't even know it, right? right. So I think, I guess when, when you get into it, if you're going to do those stunts, then it has to be done at practice. But then you have to use the right personnel, right? Like D-Law is a person where I would trust him to say, all right, he can redirect and be able to read the defense um, offense well enough to say, this is where I need to be at. But those stunts are just, they just scare me because of how it looked against San Francisco. So
2: you're saying like in a stunning situation, being disciplined because you may leave a, a void Absolutely. or a hole. Uh, and uh, that make it easy for are,
1: it. Or shorten the corner. <laughs> Or okay. short in the corner. All of a sudden, you get washed down like we did against San Fran. Everything is against San Fran, yeah, yeah. but you get washed down like to get against San Fran. And now that that edge is short, and all of a sudden you see the running back coming around the corner. Arizona, told you, yeah, Arizona, Arizona as well. So,
2: well. so here's a question: that I, in, in <clears> looking <throat> at these guys, I, I'm saying to myself, okay. DeAndre Swift is a, is a physical mm-hmm. runner. And he wants contact. Mm-hmm. He, he, he can juke you. He can do all that. But if you square him up, he wants that too. Mm-hmm. But if you go to the offensive line, and I'm just talking about from Malata all the way to Johnson, the way that they block, I'm, I'm thinking of a guy like Michael Parsons. And where do, we, where do we use him out on the edge? This to me, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, guys, is this is a game that you may want to see Michael playing more off ball than you did seeing him on the edge. And I'm saying that from the way that they are going to try and attack you through the running game, and you're going to have to use your speed mm-hmm. with your safeties and your linebackers to scrape and to be able to stop these guys from getting up the field. And also, we've seen his his ability to get sacks from the middle of the field. He did that last time mm-hmm. uh, uh, last week versus Stafford. That was you know over the center, in between the guard, a uh, hole, you know, B gap. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that this would be a game that you would? relegate him more to off-ball, or do you still say, all right, we're just going... We're gonna move you all around
1: like we've been using everywhere. <clears throat> like he, he like de- depending <clears throat> on down the distance, I think that's what determines where Michael Parsons should line up at. Right early in the game, you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to trick him a little bit, so he's gonna line up everywhere. But then as you move into it and you figure out what they're trying to do, then you say, okay, first and second down, maybe maybe we play him off the ball a little bit. Maybe we play him over the, over the guard, over the tackle, just depending on what schemes they're running. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, first and second down, wh- whatever wherever he is most stout. That's okay. where I'm putting them at because I believe on, they're going to test you on first and second down to start the game to see if you have fixed what you what you didn't have last year, all right, the physicality and ability to stop the run. And if you don't, you're going to see that the entire game. And it's going to look like, once again, San Francisco to where they're finding creative ways to block them and take them out of the game.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm with y'all on that one. I'm using them as a chess piece. I'm getting them all over the place, over the center. Depends on the down and distance. Uh, I'm moving them all over the place. But I'm also going to put him on the edge against Lane Johnson. I mean, I understand, you know, Lane's all pro, one of the best tackles in the game. I'm not saying you leave him over there. But in some instances, they're, they're going to feel like Lane Johnson, that's their guy. That's their best offensive lineman. He doesn't yes. need any help. He, he can handle Parsons. So I'm going to say, you know what, that's our best guy as well. I feel like our best guy in one of those scenarios can win a one-on-one battle versus Lane Johnson. So I'm going to test him out. I'm not just going to relegate him. Oh, man, Lane Johnson's over there. I'm not even going to mess with him. Eventually, a couple times here and there, I'm going to throw him over there just to test him out because he's going to get that one-on-one to me. So I I feel like uh, Parsons can take advantage. But let me ask y'all this question. When when it comes to Philadelphia's offense, if you're Dan Quinn, are you saying as a defense we got to keep everything in front of us? knowing that they have such explosive weapons on the outside, with Goddard as well, are you saying let's keep everything in front of us and maybe have those safeties play back a little bit? Or are you saying we got to stop this run first and foremost, let's take one of them safeties and bring them down into the box and might leave our secondary shy on the outside with those two demons at our receiver, but we're going to stop that run. How would you approach that if you were Dan Quinn going against his offense?
2: I mean, it it truly is a pick-your-poison game because A.J. Brown, we got into it a little bit about – the Miami Dolphins wide receiver who was the best in the in the business, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> he is rivaling that. Because yeah. it's six, six, two, 6'2", 226, dog, he's a matchup nightmare. And the way that these DBs are, are playing him, you give him any cushion, he's going to eat that cushion. Devontae Smith, he's a speedster. He can go those crossing routes, do all those things. But for me, Dallas Goddard is another key piece that nobody talks oh, about yeah. him. But much. Dallas Goddard can put so much stress on your defense with just those getting into that deep third, the fade, or just camping out over the middle. And to me, when I see Jalen Hurts, he's so comfortable back there, bro. He mm. just – <laughs> you, know, he swip, you know, he said, you know, I mean, come on, man. He can he, throw. He can throw. Absolutely. Right, I we mean, but, there we go. But I'm saying it's a, it's just a very relaxed throw. Yeah. It's not like he's having to step up and power through. I mean, mm-hmm. he can use his legs. He can do all that. But he's in his element when Lane Johnson and Malata is just running those defensive ends past him. Mm-hmm. He can just stay comfortable in that pocket and just make a routine throw. But I think you. one thing you have to do is you have to shut this running game down. Okay. You can't let that running game get going and have that. So, you know, keeping it in front of you may sound too simplistic, and I don't want to be there because I know it's more scheme to, to go with it. I just feel like you have to shut that down and everything else you can dictate on the back end. You, you, tr- I trust Stefan Gilmore. I trust Deron Bland. I trust these guys to be able to win their matchups it's gonna be tough, but you got to get pressure on the D, on the on the quarterback.
1: Yeah, uh, we always have to say, listen, they're not gonna win every every yeah. <laughs> every every rep. Okay, we know that AJ Brown is a, is a man amongst boys out there when it comes to 50-50 balls and, and route running. Okay, but we also got some guys uh, that can play football as well. I think one of the things about our defense is you don't often see guys running free through our defense. Okay, you don't see us giving up big time plays like that, and that is for a reason because the way that Al Harris is coaching these guys, the way that uh, uh, Dan. Quinn is coaching these guys, they're making sure that they're on top of this type of stuff. So, I don't even think it's something that you switch to say like, this is the game where we make sure we keep everything in front of okay. us. That's a Miami game. And that's because the guy Tyreek Hill in Miami is, yes. you can coach as much as you want to coach mm-hmm. about whatever technique you need to play and his speed will defeat your coaching every time. No, it, I, you <laughs> absolutely,
2: no, absolutely correct. He is a matchup problem, but to me, I just feel like you go back to when you guys played which wasn't long ago. Y'all could play a little dude like that more physical. The league yeah, has yeah, changed. Yeah. The league has changed now where you can't even touch him. Mm-hmm. You got to give him a free release. But as far as AJ Brown is concerned, he could have played in y'all day. I mean, he to me, he's a version of Debo Sammy. He's like Friday after next big Debo, little Debo. You know what I'm saying? He's the bigger <laughs> version of Debo in the way that they use him. And that's they are a nightmare, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. You
1: sound nervous.
2: Mm. Like, I sound
1: more confident than you sound it's a right now. It's a setup. Man, it's a setup. You're not supposed to tell me it's a setup. Set right, I'm I mean,
2: walking you right into goodness, it. You ain't walking Thank me into it because I, I I'm, who I'm, going I'm with more confident. Tasty cake. See, Let's look, do what we gonna you do. You see, hey, look. <laughs> see? <laughs> see? See? <laughs> Oh, See, <laughs> it's me, huh? It's me.
3: I'm the guy.
2: You're the, guy. He, said the it. guy. he said it. He said it. Hey, 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 we on the road. We on the road already, man. We're going to take our first break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about these one-on-one matchups, man. We got some pretty tasty. Well, We got some pretty good.
1: <laughs>
2: Whoa. we going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs>
1: Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pitaya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls.
5: Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss at hugoboss.com and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss.
0: We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together. We cry together, and we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge.
2: Tis the season for youth football and dance camp's Presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance to learn from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and former NFL players at AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. Mm. Celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Register today at DallasCowboys.com
1: slash camps. That's my camp.
3: Yeah,
2: hey, you're going to be there the uh, day Jesus before is Christmas, Christmas hey,
1: Man, that's crazy. Because you know, when, when Christmas is, what is it, on Monday? Yeah I have so, no idea. So so to 22nd is Friday, okay? Yeah. They they don't get out of school until Thursday. Wow. So, the only time we got to host these camps, okay, and it could be <laughs> mm. an early Christmas present for you, your kids, your auntie, your uh, nephews, nieces, all that, but they don't get out of school until Thursday. So, we only got to have a camp on Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Guess what my wife's birthday is? Mm-hmm. That's Friday. Mm-hmm. So, guess who? He's it? booked. Yeah, I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. Trouble, trouble. you going to have to plan ahead, bro. <laughs> right. in yeah. I'm playing already. I already put the seed in the air. let her know. Hey, just mm-hmm. let you know we We going to see some lights. <laughs> I'll take you out Saturday. <laughs> All right. We're going we gonna to hold Danny McCray up in prayer. We're going to lift
2: him up in I prayer. Leave. Yeah,
1: but y'all come on out, though, man. 22nd, 23rd. <laughs> 22nd, come high. see your boy, man.
2: All right. We're back here on the Players' Lounge. Heckman Harrison, Danny McCrae, Barry Church. Mm-hmm. And the question was these good matchups. Not tasty matchups. These good <laughs> sneaky, <laughs> sneaky matchups yeah, for this game. Let's go to sneaky matchup, guys. I mean, we got a bunch of them. And when you look, and I'm just going to start. We're talking about Philadelphia's offense versus the Cowboys' defense. What's a matchup right now that you feel like a lot of people are not in the front of mind? That's going to be a sneaky matchup. It's start with you for
1: the offense.
2: Yes.
3: All right. One, well, you said it earlier. It's the, the Goddard matchup. It's that matchup at the tight end position. Um, last time we went against, you know, a guy that can can really stretch the field as a they, as a tight end, was against San Francisco, and we saw what Kittle was able to do—three touchdowns out there. Now, granted, a lot of that had to do with the the eye candy that they were doing out there, kind of distracting the defensive players while he, you know, snuck them and got wide open. But when you look at Goddard, this is the the same type of system when you talk about distracting the players yeah. out there and throwing that eye candy. And we all know that Goddard, outside of the Slim Reaper, Devontae Smith and AJ Brown, that next candidate up is Dallas Goddard, and he has the ability to stretch the defense. He's fast, he's big, physical, so. To me, these safeties, which you know, going into the season, we were like, "Man, hey, this is a three headed monster. This is, this is the you know this safety core right here could be tops in the league." Um, they've had their good moments in in the season season so far this year, but they haven't, in my opinion, at least, they haven't played that that same type of brand of ball that like they were doing last year. I'm talking about just taking the ball away, smacking people, fumbling, all that good stuff. We haven't seen that. So hopefully, with the the combination of Hooker, you know, Dono and Curse, uh,
1: they can they can take away Dallas Goddard because this guy is a big time matchup. Well, this is easy for me because, of course, I'm going to pick special teams, okay? Okay. Special teams usually not talked about, okay? But our special teams and our big-time wins have always showed up and made a big-time play. be it. Field goal blocks, pump blocks, big returns by Turpin. Well, a big-time hit on punt with C.J.'s not here. But we they filled in nicely yeah. since uh, C.J. hasn't been here. But I think the difference in the game for us will be how we play on special teams. Can we make a big-time play? And that's not necessarily a touchdown. It's can we make the offense have to uh, get one less first down on a punt, nope. right? Okay. Turpin, can you average 12 yards per return? Mm -hmm. Don't have to be a touchdown. Can can you do that for us? That way the field is shorter for our offense. Or can we get a block punt or a block field goal? Can we do something like that to make sure that the momentum stays in our favor? And we have been able to do that. And when we have, the games have usually been blowouts Mm -hmm. because you see that we're clicking on all cylinders. And I think our team right now feeds off defensive Mm -hmm. special teams, and the offense is now picking it up to where we're becoming a complete team. So sneaky matchup, our special teams versus theirs. Now you – You've been one of those people we talk about CJ Goodwin from from the mm-hmm.
2: beginning have you been pleasantly surprised or at least pleased with his absence and the way that
1: they've, you know, gone about substituting? No, him? I I listen, I I think they've done well. Uh, I don't I'm not going to say they've been tested or anything crazy, but um I think they've done well in filling in for CJ Goodwin. Uh the only thing that gets me is when when a player like that is missing, I always say like, "Dang, if he was in there, yeah. I like I wonder how much better it would be." But yeah. but no no shade to them. They've been playing very well since CJ Goodwin has been out. AJ Brown I
2: just got to ask y'all, man. AJ mm-hmm. Brown's a problem. And, and what, what I see on film from AJ Brown is this dude, Jalen Hurts, don't he If it's a 50-50, he's throwing 50-50 balls to AJ. I don't care what it is. <clears throat> he do not don't look open, but at the last minute, he's making a move, doing something to get open. Now, you guys have talked about it, those, those times where you've come up against that special wide receiver where you shadow this guy with a guy. Is that not this game? Do you not say you no this is this is not their game no, when no, you no, say what you, what
1: you no like I, I listen Dan Quinn has played a specific type of defense. Since he's been it, like, it don't happen. Okay, if you got a Trayvon Diggs here, but you have a Deron Bland playing how he's playing on the opposite side, mm-hmm. you're not traveling. If you got Trayvon Diggs and Stefan Gilmore here right now, you're not traveling. Well, Deron Bland has stepped in and had three pick sixes and multiple turnovers, mm-hmm. uh, a PBU leading the team hey, in balling. tackles or, uh, hey, during balling. games. Like there is, there has been no negative. You watch the uh, the Chargers game; they didn't throw it, so it don't count. Yeah, they <laughs> it. They didn't, they didn't, <laughs> they throw, they didn't throw it, so it don't count. He <laughs> get the wave his on. Just like that, no matter what, it is incomplete. So, like, based off how they've been playing and how Dan Quinn usually calls his uh, his defenses, I'm not shadowing nobody until they start punishing me. Like, I'm not – like, if, if he gets first half, like I said, 100 yards, mm-hmm. then we got to figure out at halftime, like, hey, man, what, what are we going to do to make sure this dude doesn't beat us by itself? But going into the mm-hmm. game, I'm not shadowing because of what these players have showed me they can do.
3: Now, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't shadow him, per se. <laughs> um Like you said, because Dan Quinn has never done that. And neither of these corners, I feel like, are like, man, look, if he's on them, we got a better chance. I feel like they both have their strengths and weaknesses. The only thing I would say is, if he starts killing y'all, they start killing the Cowboys. And yeah, what's up with the y'all? You've been doing that, that a lot. Well, no,
1: nah, he's <laughs> he trying, right. trying, trying to get away. us or y'all? Trying to
3: get away from we. Okay. I like, like, okay. I ain't do play no more. Okay. So I'm all trying right. to get away okay. from that weed. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Anyway, if he starts killing the Cowboys out there, I still wouldn't shadow a particular corner. I would just, you know, give him safety help over the top. I mean, we, we had this same type of situation when we went against Calvin Johnson, and he would give us fits. You know, we we all, well, yeah, he was there when he oh, went I over 300 some. Yeah, he, he had a crazy. historic day. Yeah, he had a historic Man, it was crazy. But anyway, that next time we matched up against him, you know, we're like, hey, this guy's not not beating us. So what we did, we had a safety over top that double team. We held him to like 40-some yards receiving the entire afternoon. So I don't think you got a shadow. If he starts killing you on the deep routes, I think you just got to have that safety maybe shadow him over the top. And if that's the case, then you don't really need him in the run game anyways if he's killing you all that much in the past. So I'm going to put a safety over top of him if he starts getting r- ridiculous out there. All
2: right, well, let's shift gears. Wait, to- wait
3: so you, you shadow him? I mean, I, I don't even wait. You I've been. I got time you this, to win. I man,
2: I'm going with the former defensive player of the year. Oh. That's what we got him for. I, I, rip him out the plastic. We got. Come on, dog. <laughs> you I, believe, you mm-mm. gotta mm-mm. go. Mm-mm. Look, why are we gonna wait to see this man do what we've already seen him? Do? He been doing it this whole time. Do we think he gonna get? Do we think Sunday he's going to turn into something different I mean, for we, us? We just, we
1: just watched the Rams, and we seen what Puka was doing. We know that uh, Cooper Cup is the Triple Crown guy. We, we played him man you, up.
2: You have another guy that's a – okay, Tariq Hill is on the cusp of Triple Crown. All right, his mm-hmm. numbers are insane. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown is right there. It's like it's 1A, 1B, and it's really close when I'm talking about what these guys are able to do from a talent perspective. I'm look. if you – that's why I asked the question. And if y'all trust it, and you're going to say, look, we're not traveling nobody, okay. To start. To start. To start, yeah. I do Your, wanna, yeah. your thing be is, yeah, yeah. is we're going at halftime, halftime, we getting we're getting cooked. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> if we
3: all getting cooked.
4: We're... Yes. the Cowboys
3: are getting cooked. Are you putting you just putting Gilly
1: on him? Like I'm that, that's ha- the, that's I'm the answer. Because no, well, it would depend on who getting cooked. <laughs> is he cooking both? Of <laughs> what if he's serving everybody? Everybody's get <laughs> <on the> a dish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now we got to cut him. Okay? Nice. Now we now we playing now we playing two man on. We are we figuring out different defensive <laughs> coverages. Some tricky stuff. Right. But, you know, what I'm saying because because you never know. He gonna line up on the left. He gonna line up on the right and now. The so slap, what, so yeah. So what if you do if he get if he cooking everybody? The house is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm the fire <laughs> department. He's it's over anyway. He's he's just
2: cooking it. It. One, it's over I don't anyway. even want to get to that point. That's what, yeah. I'm, that's okay. what I'm saying. I watched them, and I'm talking about Washington. When you look at Washington, man, they back half of their defense is awful mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. But. They couldn't, they they literally had no answer. Even when they bought the safety over the top, the safety couldn't do nothing with him. They were still throwing him, uh throwing him the ball. They were just as creative as Mike McCarthy was with, with CeeDee Lamb last week with moving AJ Brown. They moved that dude around a lot. And and to me, that's that's dictates so much of what you do on your defense. And if you're not gonna have a guy traveling with him, and if we trust Duran Deron Bland and those one-on-one
1: matchups, okay. Play play with De'Ron Bland, he's gonna get a pick on you. I mean, he's proven it. So I'm gonna keep throwing the ball at him, to stack routes, flip route, whatever you mm-hmm. want to do, he's found a way to make sure he got his hands on the football. And like I said, even the one over route that he missed, he missed it because he was going for the
2: football. Man, y'all know, y'all. I just saw it on TV. You know how they do when when they, when the highlight is on you, they put that little gold thing around you. I just don't want the run player with little gold. They've been they be this
1: guy all night. <laughs> see, 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 that, that's, that's, see, but that's why I, I want to kind of get that out of your out of your brain right now because I don't want like the first the first quarter. Uh, AJ Brown got two or three catches, and then we like, oh no, nah, we gotta like, nah, bro, he's going to he's gonna, he's gonna make get some his. Plays. He's gonna make some plays right. because he's he's a player, like you said, he upper echelon of receivers. If we all of a sudden because he came out and started the game off hot, have to adjust our entire defense, then we just don't have no confidence in the guys that we have playing at cornerback. Now, like I said, you make it to halftime and you still getting cooked like that, mm-hmm. then you may have to switch it. But when you're watching the game and you see him come out, he might catch the first three or four passes. That don't mean that, <laughs> that we all of a sudden need to switch everything that we got going because if you do, you're going to be in trouble.
3: And, and it is also, you know, everybody got to realize he ain't going to just be out there, you know, butt booty naked by himself. You know, he's going to have some, you know, even in man-to-man coverage. You're going to have those low-rat players. You're going to have those safeties coming down, trying to help you out in the middle. So, Theron bland, it's going to be a tough test, but he, to me, he just got to stay on his leverages. Like, if you got inside help by the linebackers, safeties, whatever it is, then make sure you play heavy outside. Play to your help out there, and vice versa. If you, got, if you ain't got no help on the inside, make sure you stay inside so he doesn't cross your face. But he seems like a player that, you know, follows coaching, and he, he's a playmaker. I will give him that. So, if he stays on his leverages, we'll, we'll, see. Sunday, we'll see. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
2: Mm-hmm. It's Eagles week, man. We, we Look, we chopping it up. We getting into everything right now, man. And uh, we're going to take another break. And we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk a little bit about a little tease on on the offense, man, because I know tomorrow we're going to handle a lot of uh, Dallas Cowboys' offenses versus the Philadelphia defense. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up next on the Players'
3: Lounge. Mm-hmm.
5: Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss at hugoboss.com and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss.
0: We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together. We cry together, and we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly.
2: Back to the Players' Lounge. Experience the most electrifying event of the holiday season. Cowboy Christmas extravaganza powered by Reliant. Every Friday and Saturday night from November 17th through December 16th, Cowboy Christmas extravaganza ignite the star in Frisco, the on the ignite the star in Frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing 65 performers, including the world-renowned Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, Santa Claus, and appearances from your favorite Dallas Cowboy football heroes. Visit the stardistrict.com for more information. Back here on the Players Lounge, Heckman, Harrison, Danny McRae, Barry Church, uh, Nui Scruggs is at the World Series, and the he's booked Texas. Ooh. The, the
1: Texas Rangers could win the World Series. This is Garcia. That's the dude Garcia? Yeah. Man, oh that dude. Hey. He, 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 he plays some baseball, don't he? He like that.
2: You ain't finna get me caught up in that. In <laughs> your foolishness. Bro, the man, <laughs> he yeah. been balling. He's
1: right now. Huh? He's not playing anymore. I I'm saying. He was balling. See, he, that, was a, <laughs> that was a catch. <laughs> he was trying to catch me. He's just,
2: he, he tried to walk me into that. Not you see, you see that? That's <laughs>
1: what your man yeah. just tried to do. I'd have been right Hey, Nui, when you. you get back, it's, it's on, Newy. It's I'm long. not Nui,
2: bro. See, I, I, know, I, know. Didn't, I didn't get you with you the trick a question. I saw
1: you laughing. <laughs> I saw him giggle. <laughs> he giggle. Hey, everybody <laughs> get it. Everybody, <laughs> get, it. everybody <laughs> get it. Better not a laugh. Uh, man. That's um, <laughs> So, <laughs> That's <your
2: mans>. <laughs> the, <laughs> the World Series is going on. Hey, man, y'all can celebrate with us. I know you're from H Town, but you can celebrate yeah, yeah, with the I'm from Texas. I'm man. not a baseball
1: fan. It didn't hurt me when the Astros lost. It would have just been you know that much sweeter if they won. But I'm from Texas, baby. Ain't nothing. It's all Texas. But yeah. yeah. Like what about you, you? How you feeling about it? You don't man. I got a, a dog in you. this fight, man. It's just... His, ID say, uh, <laughs> His ID still say Pittsburgh. You say what? His ID still say Pittsburgh. For real? Nah. No, okay. <laughs> <You gotta play. laughs> what? Are you nah. serious? His license Ly- <laughs> plate say <in> Europe <laughs> on it. Are you serious? <laughs> You've been here that long? You still fighting it? dog? Nah, Come on. I ain't now. never going back up north. It's too cold. Let's. Uh, it's
2: too cold. I, like I said, man. Offensively, uh, I think the bigger question you guys have to have is. Tony Pollard. This running game. You're not you're not seeing enough of it. Leading the witness. Yeah.
1: He <laughs> let us you have to have this hey, question you, you, you on my side. I'm the one that
2: proposed the question. So he <laughs> with me. Keep rolling, baby. <laughs> keep right. rolling. Like, are y'all worried about that's Tony Pollard? Nah, you that's have not, to feel this that's way not about I'm not leading the witness. Keep I'm basically rolling, just paving the way. <laughs> I'm Paving the way for the question. Keep rolling, man. The keep running
3: rolling. game. Yeah. You gotta be a little concerned about it. Barry, what you think? Oh, yeah, you already know. I'm the one that – like I said, I propose this question. So, you know, I'm a little concerned about it. Um, Look, when we look at this, I know we talked about it uh, yesterday, about how this, you know, offense is evolving and, you know, they're the turning more towards Dak Prescott throwing the football instead of handing the football off like we all thought, you know, right. going into the season. But to me, I'm, I'm not so sure we should, you know, fall into that where it's kind of all on Dak. You know, I like this offense, and, I'm, and I feel like they're at their best when they're balanced, when they got a good rushing attack and they got, you know, um, Dak out there throwing – The ball when needed. Uh, Right now, these past two games, it seems like I'm completely wrong when it comes to that because Dak has been throwing the ball lights out, extremely accurate, and this offense has been putting up points. But I think it's kind of fool's gold when you look at it because if you look at those games, Chargers, one of the worst defenses in the National Football League. And we were still able to put up points, but it wasn't like we, you know, was spectacular out there. You go to the Rams. Like I said, going into that week, outside of Aaron Donald, it was Aaron Donald or Bust, and we saw the first two plays. Aaron Donald went crazy, but then after that, that Rams defense kind of just didn't look. I won't. I don't want to say pathetic, but they just didn't look great out there. And this offense was able to pick them apart. When you're going against different competition. I believe you're going to have to have that balance there. And we can't just flip that script when you go against a Philly, when you go against a Seattle or or San Francisco. Um, So, to me, I I think we need to get more of that run game more involved. I don't know how you do that because obviously just turning around and handing the ball off to Pollard has not been working. So, maybe they have to, you know, find different ways, more creative ways to run the football. But I got to see more of that um, with this offense.
1: Yeah, call me crazy, man, but I think think – this is part of the growing pains that we need in order to be what we want to be. Uh, when we get to the end of the season, we look at a team like Philly who was able to win in multiple ways. I wouldn't consider us a team that's able to win in multiple mm-hmm. ways. But coming out of the uh, the bye week, we've seen us be able to win defensively. Right. We've seen us be able to then play to the defense by running the football and being uh, successful at it. Now we've seen Dak Prescott be able to say, "I'm gonna put the game on my back mm-hmm. and I'm going to uh, and I can throw us to a win." For, what, for whatever happened last week, Tony Pollard was 12 for 50-plus, okay, average uh, four yards a carry. Mm-hmm. That was a blowout. I think that if you continue to play the way that you're playing, make sure you get CD, Brandon Cooks involved, and then hit Tony Pollard with 18, mm-hmm. 16, 18 carries, averaging four, four per. I'm okay with that okay. because then you also have Dak Prescott, who's now using his legs. And I think for our running game, Dak Prescott is a huge part of our running game moving forward. He needs to be, um, and if not, then it's going to be just turning around, handing to Tony Pollard, and mm-hmm. running into a brick wall. And that also plays into the fact that our O line has been shuffled and shuffled and shuffled, That's and we true. haven't really had a consistent O line yet. But once we get to start getting that little cohesion there, I think we'll be okay. But I'm actually comfortable with Dak Prescott playing the way that he played. Like if you you are Dak Prescott, we've seen you be able to do it. Okay, when you're clicking on all cylinders like this. Then we are better. It's when we get into the big games, and then you not clicking on there that. On the silver, that's yeah, yeah. when you have that issue. So if you need to get hot now <laughs> to move you into the to uh, momentum to the season, get that momentum, <laughs> then let's let's start doing it now. I'm okay with that, and get Tony Paul Pollard 16 carry. He'd be all right. He'll <laughs> be and, all right. And and I think that
2: got the memo about using his legs because you see it a lot more when yeah. things were breaking the play was breaking down what was Ford doing he was dancing to the outside he wasn't just thinking hey I'm going to take this sack and live he was like nah I need to get out I'm going to create even on that in the red zone where he threw the ball to C.D. Lamb mm-hmm. it was him creating with his legs getting out and then throwing the ball the thing that for me guys as you pointed out I'm just piggybacking off of this there are going to be games where you're going to have to rely heavily on this running game it doesn't matter you're going to have to run the ball and to me teams are so disrespectful of Dak with loading the box the way that they are. It's just saying, I don't believe that you can make these throws. That, that's what that says to me. I don't know what it says. Like, that's what it says to me. And it's saying, we're going to take this running game away. And Tony Pollard, to, and I've had those questions for on him, can he be your number one? Because he don't look like the – just keep it yeah, real. He exactly, doesn't man. look like the change of pace Tony Pollard that we've seen in the past, and that was
1: because Zeke was starting, And then we, the difference between him and Zeke was—I yeah, say you, you don't—you don't get to see the change in pace. Yeah, it's not—I don't it think it ever. is a a, a loss of, of like what Tony Pollard. That's is. exactly you what I mean. You saw a pace, and then you got to see a difference. Mm-hmm. Now you don't get to see the difference. I don't think Tony Pollard has lost anything. You just don't get to see the hammer <laughs> you are. And, and as a defender, that's, that
3: throws you off. Like when you used to, you know, go in there, Zeke oh, to hit this hole, and going to run into. To a brick wall, no matter what, you good, and then you see Tony Pollard, you get that same approach. You're like, oh, this man done shook me out of yeah. my shoes and took yeah. off. Like it's tough as a defender when you get that change of pace, and the and there's also
2: the protection component to it. Tony Pollard trying to take on Aaron Donald last week was criminal. Like that's, throw that <laughs> yeah. out. Throw I mean, that out.
1: I mean, he got, he, and that's, that's everybody. Yeah, you know, he that's gotta,
2: a, he gotta do something. But, but that's everybody. I mean, and, and taking yeah. on uh, Fletcher Cox, Jalen Carter, taking on guys like Oof. that, Davis. I mean, you, you got a Philly offensive, the defensive line that's going to present a lot of pressure. And you had relied heavily on Ezekiel Elliott to be that dude. He's, Somewhere else now, but I'm saying Tony Pollard has got to fill that role. That role also, but you mm-hmm. okay. are talking about Dak, and you're basically saying right now, I'm going to decode this. Okay, read between the lines. I read man. between the lines. What you are saying is? Dak finna break y'all heart. <laughs> I, did not, I did not say <laughs> That's that. you're saying. That, not, that, no, that so basically that, what you that, said. The rumors. <laughs> hey, he he started Hey, he all, that, it was not no, me. Hey, hold so, on. Gonna, <laughs> this guy over here. Is, I did re- not say li- that. So like in our group, we put all these topics together and we're going to talk about. And basically you're saying, hey, are we relying too heavily on Dak? and? I'm with you on this, man. When I feel like, hey, Dak is showing
1: you, especially for the money, for what you pay, this is what you need him to do. Is it not? I, we, yeah, I, I think it depends on, on the team, right? Like you go against a L.A. Rams team who we we felt didn't have that good of a secondary. Dak, that, that it's your turn, okay? We've already played to where, okay, defense. We feel like, hey, they have a really good defense. We need you guys to step up, and I think now you've seen it to where, based on the team that you play,ing, hey, Dak, we need you to do a little bit more, bro. We need you, and he's come out. And he showed you, hey, man, last minute drive against L.A. Uh, the Chargers. I can make that happen. All uh, right, you go out there, you go against the L.A. Rams. Whatever you need, okay, CD. Whatever you need, because he went out there and just served CD up all game. Right. Got Brandon Cooks involved, and I think it makes me feel better by knowing that we can play that way. Because before that game, I was like, I, "Ain't no way!" Like we oh, yeah. the twenty points is going to be hard to come by. Well, with this team, but we saw against the Rams, we you know we did we did a little bit better than that, and most of it was on offense versus how it had been in previous games where it was mostly you know, the defense plan and then getting pick sixes or the or the special teams putting you in scoring position, So I feel comfortable. I don't want to put it it all on Dak, though. It just makes me a little nervous.
3: Because right now it kind of looks like, and not that Kansas City is playing this way right now because their offense ain't really clicking. But when you look at Kansas City, their philosophy is, hey, Mahomes go out there and do what you got to do. We'll sprinkle some running here, but Mahomes do what you got to do. I feel like that same type of philosophy is boiling over here where it's like, hey, Dak, go do what you got to do. We'll sprinkle, you know, Tony in here. We'll sprinkle Rico Dowell in here. Go win us a game, Dak. And And it's working right now but when you go against those you know upper echelon teams i think you're going to have to need a little bit more balance and it's going to be tough to just kind of switch that that offensive mm-hmm. philosophy back around and running the ball so I just like to have more balance in there that's, that's all I'm
2: saying nah, we're going to tease that for tomorrow man if we're going Cowboys <laughs> offense versus Philly defense and uh, it's Philly week I can't wait I can't wait for Friday he like, sounds so nervous y'all nah he man so no, no, no 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 no, no, are we even going to get that yeah I know I, I, know. I, I know. I'm got s- a little sweat coming I'm up, man, <laughs> up I'm setting it up I'm setting it up have I said anything bad about your other boys yeah, I have I, not I don't know all, I, all I've said I, I've I presented the Facts on Friday. That's when we gonna figure out who got who and on what and what we putting up. Is it gonna be some tasty cakes up in Uh-oh. here? Because Monday, somebody gonna be upset. You got to look at him. What's tell matter? What you talking about? Oh, he. What you talking about? Who knows? It was him and it, they about that bought the Tasty Cakes and blamed <laughs> it on you. It said, talking it said, about Orange. Ain't that something? club. Ain't that something? But tomorrow. No put on that one. Tomorrow on the Players' Lounge, we're going to talk uh, Cowboys offense versus Philly defense. Man, y'all come back and rock with us at 2 o'clock. This is the Players' Lounge.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
4: about this, Cowboys? Yeah!